0: Good morning. You all made it through the fog, huh? A little bit thick this morning. But glad you all made it here safely. I'm sure I'll we'll have a few trickle in. Uh, not expecting it this morning. Well, Christmas doesn't technically end until Wednesday night. We get 12 days of Christmas in the church. But this morning we are still going to observe the feast of the Epiphany of our Lord, which is when the Magi came to worship our Lord uh, from far away, being led by the star. And so that is what we will be celebrating this morning. And we begin with hymn number 399. Behold, the Lord, the ruler, has come. Give the king your justice, O God. May he judge your people with righteousness. May the kings of Tarshish and of the coastlands render him tribute. May all kings fall down before him. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Behold, the Lord, the ruler, has come. O Lord, open Thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth Thy praise. Make haste, O God, to deliver me. Make haste to help me, O Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Behold, the King cometh.
1: King above all gods
0: In his
1: hand are the deep places Of the earth The strength of the hills Is his also Sea is his and he made it And his hands formed the dry land Oh, come let us worship and before the Lord our Maker. For He is a God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, Shall be world. Without
0: end. Behold, the king cometh. O come, let us worship him. You may be seated. The Old Testament reading, for the epiphany of our Lord, is from Isaiah chapter 60. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold, darkness shall cover the earth, and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise upon you, and his glory will be seen upon you. And nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see. They all gather together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from afar, and your daughters shall be carried on the hip. Then you shall see and be radiant. Your heart shall thrill and exult, because the abundance of the sea shall be turned to you. The wealth of the nations shall come to you. A multitude of camels shall cover you. The young camels of Midian and Ephah, all those from Sheba, shall come. They shall bring gold and frankincense, and shall bring good news, the praises of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Those from Sheba shall come. Arise, shine, for your light has come. The epistle is from Ephesians chapter 3. For this reason, I, Paul, a prisoner for Christ on behalf of you Gentiles, assuming that you have heard of the stewardship of God's grace that was given to to me for you, how the mystery was made known to me by revelation, as I have written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ, which was not made known to the sons of men in other generations, as it has now been revealed to his holy prophets and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is that the Gentiles are fellow heirs, And to bring to light for everyone what is the plan for the mystery hidden for ages in God, who created all things. So that through the church, the manifold wisdom of God might be made known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was according to the eternal purpose, that he has realized in Christ Jesus our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through our faith in Him. This is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. We saw his star when it rose. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the second chapter. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then, opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. This is the gospel of our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, if you've been out and about, you've probably noticed most of the Christmas trees are gone. So are the decorations. If you've listened to the radio, you may have noticed that as of December 26th at midnight, including on KUOO, Christmas music stopped immediately. You may have taken down your own Christmas trees and decorations. Maybe put away the music for the year. Which is maybe a shame if you did, because here in the church, Christmas isn't over. After waiting all of Advent, it turns out only one day of Christmas doesn't cut it. Which is why this morning, our tree is still up. The garland is still hanging there. Our Christmas music, we're still singing it warmly. For us, for the church, for us Christians, we need twelve full days of Christmas to celebrate this son born of Mary. Yet today we can't help but notice that still our Christmas celebration is quickly winding down. The garland and the tree are up, but they won't be for much longer. The angel choirs, they stop singing. The shepherds, they've returned to the field. Joseph has probably moved his family out of the stable by now. They're in a house. He's named and circumcised Jesus. As the candles now only smolder from silent night, we're coming down from the Christmas high. And what else can we do now as a church except look at the infant sleeping in Mary's arms and wonder, who is this child? Now yes, we know he's the Son of God, he's God incarnate, but who is he? Another way of asking this is, why was God in man made manifest? Now Matthew in his gospel, where we read today, is where we are, nearing the end of Christmas. Jesus already having been born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, is what he says. Now Gabriel is gone. The angels are back in heaven. The shepherds are with their flocks. Yet here in Matthew, the celebration isn't over. Because now we find creation unable to contain itself. Creation bursts out with a miraculous star... That adores our Lord's birth. And this star shines so bright in the joy of our Savior's birth. That even far distant magi become captivated by it. Wise men, educated from birth. Astrologers in their religion. Yet despite being Gentiles living in darkness. This star proclaims to them and all of creation a very clear message. That the king of the Jews has been born. Now, unlike the angels and the shepherds who disappeared quickly, the star shines forth creation's praise of the newborn king for two years, leading the magi from the far lands of Persia all the way to Jerusalem. And oddly enough, this star doesn't bring them to the newborn king. Did you notice the star brings them instead to Jerusalem? Which... They might have went there on their own when they stopped seeing the star, thinking that Jerusalem is where the king of the Jews would be. That's where the birth of the king would be celebrated. That's what they're thinking. But it's not what they find. While the Magi beheld what the star proclaimed, no <coughs> excuse me. while the Magi beheld what the star proclaimed, nobody in Judea or Jerusalem took the slightest note of it. And so the Magi were confused. It was just business as usual. So they began asking all the Jews around them, including all the way up to Herod, where is he, he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. They're not only asking, where is he? They're also asking, who is this child the star proclaims? If they knew where he was, they'd also know who he was. Yes, he's king of the Jews, but who is he? That's not a question the star or any part of creation can answer. And oddly, the Jews don't have an answer for them either. Herod, Jerusalem, the scribes, they're all blind to it. None of them at any point notice the star. They didn't even care about the star when the Magi told them about it. Look at the text. Herod and the Jerusalem never looked for the star. They never cared that even creation itself was rejoicing over something. Before the Gentiles came, they had no idea the king of Jews, the king of the Jews was born right under their noses. Instead, When they do find out from the Magi, Herod was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. You see, they rejected not only the star's light, what it proclaimed, they were also rejecting the light of their newborn king. The Magi, seeking to worship the king, had no idea where to find him. But oddly enough, those rejecting the king knew exactly where to look. In the scriptures, where it says, You, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah... For, you, for, for from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. The scriptures tell, tell all of them not only where to look, but also tells them who arrived. It says right there, for Jews that know how to read this, that this is the Son of God. This is their Lord, their King, their Savior, born in Bethlehem. But by rejecting this newborn King, They refused to hear about who he was. Instead, they desired to use their own reason. Their own reason to find where the child was in Bethlehem. To use their own reason to determine from the star in creation when he was born about two years ago. And Herod, for his part, he sat on the throne of Judah. But he was no son of David. And instead, he feared that this true newborn son of David would try to reclaim the throne from him. So with jealousy in his power, Herod wanted to find the child and kill him. By creation, by their own reason, by their own power, Herod and the Jews tried to find and know who this Christ child was. But by their flesh, they hated him and instead would rather have him killed. In their blindness, they refused creation's proclamation in the star. They couldn't see for themselves who this child was. So see here how unbelief closes our ears and buries our heads to the clear words of Scripture. How unbelief makes God the creator of the enemy. See how it makes us look to our own reason and power how it leads our own flesh to think it can be greater than even the Christ child to lead us to think that we can overcome him. See how utterly foolish our reason is even beside God's foolishness of coming in a child. See how utterly weak our power is even beside God's weakness of being nursed by a virgin. No miraculous star, no part of creation No human power or reason can make us see the answer to this question, Who is this child? Unbelief won't even receive him as the king of the Jews. Unbelief only wants him dead. But the Magi, as they leave Herod, they finally see who this child is. And it's not revealed to them by the star, because the best of creation the, and the law of God, the best that creation or the law of God can do is point to the child, but it won't reveal him. And it wasn't revealed to them by human reason or power, because as we've seen, men are too blind and weak in their sin to reason or climb to God in his heights. Instead, the star and the law of God led the Magi to hear the scriptures from the scribes, what we just heard. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. It was these scriptures, not creation, not reason, not power, that revealed the king of the Jews to the Magi. The word of God is what told them he was in Bethlehem. It was what told them he was the ruler of Judah, the true son of David, the king of Israel, who, unlike Herod, who is murderous, this true king came to shepherd his flock, to gather his people together as one flock to himself and be their savior. What the scriptures have now revealed to them, now that it has revealed this to them, The star reappears and brings the Magi to the doorstep of Christ in Bethlehem, where they enter and see the child and his mother. The Scripture has created faith in them, which is why they went to Bethlehem. The Magi respond in faith to the presence of their Lord by bowing down before Him in worship. They respond in faith by confessing him in gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. The last time I checked, a two-year-old toddler doesn't need gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. That's not why they brought them. They brought those gifts as a confession of who this child is. The gift of gold confesses him as the king of the Jews. The gift of incense, which is burned so its aroma, goes up to heaven with people's prayers is to confess this child is fully God. And myrrh confesses this child is fully man, because myrrh is a spice used in burial. So they are confessing, not only is this child fully man, but this child is the Son of God who took our flesh to die for our sins. Not just Israel's sins, not just theirs, but the sins of the entire world. That's what the Magi are confessing. And as these wise men fall down in worship before this child, they have not only journeyed from Persia to Bethlehem, but they have repented, turned their back on their false religion, and journeyed from darkness to the light of their Savior, who they receive in the faith created in them by the Scriptures. And if we were to ask them as they bow down, who is this child? Why did God and man become manifest? This would be their answer. They would point to the child and say, this is the Son of God made manifest to the nations. That's what Epiphany is all about. Not the light of the star shining on the Gentiles, but the light of the child coming to shine on the nations. In a theophany. A blessed appearing of God before men in the nativity. That is, Jesus became incarnate not just to manifest himself to Mary and Joseph or to just Judah or Israel, but he came to manifest, to show himself before all the world. So that at his birth, as, the death, as his death on the cross is already recognized and praised by the Gentiles in the gift of myrrh, The king of the Jews, even here as a child, calls all nations to himself. So that now the scriptures come to all nations, all Gentiles, you and me, like it did for the magi, to create faith in us. So that we are led to the doorstep of Christ's house, which is the church, to enter through the doorposts covered in his blood, which is baptism. Where through baptism we enter into the church and see Christ and the gathering of His saints. Now with faith having been created in us, as we enter into the church, we confess with the Magi, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was incarnate by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. We praise Him with the Magi with our gifts, time, money, talent. Because when we tithe, when we give God our gifts, we're confessing with those gifts that you are God from whom I receive all good things, and I give back to you only that which is your own. Because we see who it is that comes to us in the flesh, revealed to us by the Scriptures. It is God in man made manifest to the nations, to all of us the scriptures lead us to follow in the footsteps of the Magi. In the Magi, the fullness of the nations, the world, you, me, all Gentiles along with Israel enter into the family of Abraham and receive the promise of Abraham's seed that lays in Mary's arms. With the Magi, we renounce all our Gentile sinful ways in which we lived before, and we receive in the faith created in us the fullness of forgiveness and life of this child. As we eat and partake today, we behold the flesh and blood of the Lord along with the Magi. This is also a theophany. Our Lord coming to us so that we can see Him in the bread and the wine. As Christmas comes to an end, here is, what, here is who this child is. He is the Son of God in man made manifest to the nations, made manifest to you and me, which we will see in just a bit. Amen. Now may the peace of God keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We continue with the (laughs) Tadeum. Continue with the prayer beginning with the Kyrie. O Lord, have mercy upon us. O Christ, have mercy upon us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. We pray the Ten Commandments You shall have no other gods, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Honor your father and your mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife, or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence He will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We are bold to pray as our Lord has taught us. Our Father, Amen. Unto thee have I cried, O Lord, and in the morning shall my prayer prevent thee. Let my mouth be filled with thy praise and with thy honor all the day. O Lord, hide thy face from my sins and blot out all mine iniquities. Create in me, O God, a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Vouchsafe, O Lord, this day, to keep us without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto Thee. The Lord be with you, and with Thy Spirit. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come unto Thee. Let us pray. O God, by the leading of a star, you made known your only begotten Son to the Gentiles. Lead us who know you by faith, to enjoy in heaven the fullness of your divine presence. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, We give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son and for the revelation of your will and grace. And we beseech you so to implant your word in us that, in good and honest hearts, we may keep it and bring forth the fruits of faith by patient continuance and well-doing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Most heartily we beseech you so to rule and govern your church, Catholic, with all her pastors and ministers, that we may be preserved in the pure doctrine of your saving word, whereby faith toward you may be strengthened, love and charity increased in us toward all mankind, and your kingdom extended. Send forth laborers into your harvest, and sustain those whom you have sent, that the word of reconciliation may be proclaimed to all people and the gospel preached in all the world. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Grant health and prosperity to all who are in authority, especially to Donald, our president, the Congress of these United States, Kim, our governor, the legislature of this state, and to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after your good pleasure to the maintenance of righteousness and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty lord in your mercy hear our prayer may it please you also to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries that they may cease their enmity and hostilities and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. All who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for your name's sake, comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, that they may receive and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of your fatherly will. Especially this day do we pray for all those we name in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Although we have deserved your righteous wrath and manifold punishments, yet we entreat you, O most merciful Father, remember not the sins of our youth nor our many transgressions, But out of your unspeakable goodness, grace, and mercy, defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul. Preserve us from false and pernicious doctrine, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of your mercy, and from an evil death and in every time of trouble, show yourself a very present help, the Savior of all men, and especially of them that believe. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Cause all needed fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, to all lawful occupations on land, sea, and air, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge and crown them with your blessing. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive, O God, our bodies and souls and all our talents, together with the offerings we bring before you. For by his blood, your Son has purchased us to be your own, that we may live under him in his kingdom. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. As we are strangers and pilgrims on earth, Help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come, doing the work you have given us to do while it is day, before the night comes when no one can work. And when our last hour shall come, support us by your power and receive us into your everlasting kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Alleluia. Teach me thy paths. Alleluia. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who hast safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, might be righteous in thy sight. Through Jesus Christ, thy Son, our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. Let us pray together. We give thanks unto thee, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, thy dear Son, that thou hast protected us through the night from all danger and harm. And we beseech thee, to preserve and keep us this day also from all sin and evil, that in all our thoughts, words, and deeds we may serve and please thee. Into thy hands we commend our bodies and souls, and all that is ours. Let thy holy angel have charge concerning us, that the wicked one have no power over us. Amen. Hear my prayer, O Lord. And let my cry come unto thee. Bless we the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. We continue with the offertory as found on page 192. Please rise. continue with the prayers of the church. Let us pray. Almighty and most merciful God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, we give you thanks for all your goodness and tender mercies, especially for the gift of your dear Son and for the revelation of your will and grace. And we beseech you so to implant your word in us that in good and honest hearts we may keep it and bring forth the fruits of faith by patient continuance and well-doing. Lord, in your mercy. Most heartily we beseech you so to rule and govern your church Catholic with all her pastors and ministers, that we may be preserved in the pure doctrine of your saving word, whereby faith toward you may be strengthened, love and charity increased in us toward all mankind, and your kingdom extended. Send forth laborers into your harvest, and sustain those whom you have sent, that the word of reconciliation may be proclaimed to all people and the gospel preached in all the world. Lord, in your mercy. Grant health and prosperity to all who are in authority, especially to Donald, our president, the Congress of these United States, Kim, our governor, the legislature of this state, and to all our judges and magistrates, and endue them with grace to rule after your good pleasure to the maintenance of righteousness and to the hindrance and punishment of wickedness, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Lord, in your mercy. May it please you also to turn the hearts of our enemies and adversaries, that they may cease their enmity and hostilities and be inclined to walk with us in meekness and in peace. Lord, in your mercy. All who are in trouble, want, sickness, anguish of labor, peril of death, or any other adversity, especially those who are in suffering for your name's sake, comfort, O God, with your Holy Spirit, that they may receive and acknowledge their afflictions as the manifestation of your fatherly will. Especially do we pray this morning for Jerry, Jean, Elvira, Iris, Ernie, Dee, Vertus and Carol, Mary, John, Marion, Laura, Elaine, Diane, Sharon, Selena, Sarah, and Sherry. Lord, in your mercy. Although we have deserved your righteous wrath and manifold punishments, yet we entreat you, O most merciful Father, Remember not the sins of our youth, nor our many transgressions, but out of your unspeakable goodness, mercy, and grace. Defend us from all harm and danger of body and soul. Preserve us from false and pernicious doctrine, from war and bloodshed, from plague and pestilence, from all calamity by fire and water, from hail and tempest, from failure of harvest and from famine, from anguish of heart and despair of your mercy. And from an evil death. And in every time of trouble, show yourself a very present help, the Savior of all men, and especially of them that believe. Lord, in your mercy, cause all needed fruits of the earth to prosper, that we may enjoy them in due season. Give success to the Christian training of the young, to all lawful occupations on land, sea, and air, and to all pure arts and useful knowledge. And crown them with your blessing, Lord, in your mercy. Receive, O God, our bodies and souls and all our talents, together with the offerings we bring before you. For by his blood your Son has purchased us to be your own, that we may live under him in his kingdom, Lord, in your mercy. Grant your Holy Spirit to those who come to the Lord's table this day that they may receive the body and blood of Jesus Christ in sincere repentance and firm faith to their abundant blessing. Lord, in your mercy. As we are strangers and pilgrims on earth, help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come, doing the work you have given us to do while it is day, before the night comes when no one can work, and when our last hours shall come. Support us by your power. And receive us into your everlasting kingdom. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto the Lord our God. It is truly me, right, and salutary, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For what had been hidden from before the foundation of the world, you have made known to the nations in your Son. In him, being found in the substance of our mortal nature, you have manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying... This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. This do as often as you drink of it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Please rise. Now may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ strengthen and preserve you in body and soul until life everlasting. Depart in peace. We continue with the Nuke Dominus on page one hundred and ninety nine. We'll give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Let us pray. O God the Father, the fountain and source of all goodness, who in loving kindness sent your only begotten Son into the flesh, we thank you that for his sake you have given us pardon and peace in this sacrament. And we ask you not to forsake your children, but always to rule our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may be enabled constantly to serve you. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. The Lord be with you. Bless we the Lord. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. We remain standing for our final hymn, Hymn 394. Any announcements this morning? Please, Mark. So January 7th at uh, 7 p.m. January 11th at 7 p.m. Okay. Okay. And are we taking down? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead? Uh, So when I preached about, you know, everything's coming down soon, I meant it because it's after the service. If we can get some helpers for Mark and Tim to take down all the Christmas decorations. Since Christmas Christmas ends here on Wednesday, we don't want them up next week. So if we can get some help for Tim and Mark to get those down today. It usually doesn't take very long to get these down. And the nativity has already been taken down. That was last week, correct? So it's just the stuff inside. Any other announcements this morning? If not, kids... Have a wonderful first week back in school. And everyone else, have a blessed week as we get back into the routine of things. Go in peace.